Autumn came with awe and change, turning leaves to hues of butterscotch. Candy corn adorned the lawn. Black cats crept to keep close for watch. The chilly evenings promised creepy frights. Morning drenched in pumpkin spice. Oh, the tricks and treats briefly suffice. In a cauldron cooking a witch's brew. In the howl of a wolf staring at the moon. In a dark castle, the bats all flew. The children of the night sing. Happy Halloween. who crusade the dark heart of the night, raised from the grave, thirsty for blood, undead. And we want some fucking Halloween candy. <laughs> no? Candy yeah. corn? Candy corn. Who likes candy corn? I like candy corn. No? Okay. No. Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Oh, you be quiet over there. It's not, yeah, your, time. You're it's not... not your time to speak yet. Chocolate. Chocolate. I'm your ghost host with the most, Travis Maxaboon, and here with me is my wife. I was going to say something funny, but I've, I've, I don't have anything to say. Forgetful Orange. Yeah. Uh, Top tier motherfucker over here. This is James Gum checking in. He's covered in some fucking chick's skin. Yes. And um, I've got an announcement and to I've make. And I've got it tucked back. Tuck up. <laughs> I'd fuck you so hard. Yes. We got our first fucking email. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. And me it's... and Ricky decided... You know what? We're not just going to read it on the show. That's right. You get a special reward. Mm-hmm. No one knew this shit, but there was a $30,000 grand prize for the first email. So all you fuck-ups out there who never decided, you just you heard us begging for it. Yep. Not only does this person get that, but they get a round trip, all expenses paid, flight to this wonderful vacation resort we have here. Uh, it's really gusty and it's kind of chilly and there's cracked graves everywhere and dead trees. But nice. I want to welcome to the show and to the coven, Trevor Blanchard. Hello, sir. Hello. Hey, Trevor. How's it going, Hi. buddy? Hey. We've all known Trevor for a long time, so he didn't fly here. He drove here and he brought fruit. And my wife bought vampire kisses. And who brought the the the, the snack and cheese? I did. The meat and cheese tray. I, I did. Me and Trevor. That's a and, lie. I'm and sorry. Ricky. I almost called him Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking oh, podcast shit. file, man. 
That's not his name. That That's was never his right name. There, son. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll so, start calling you Joe. Oh, you like it? it? No, don't he don't do like that. that. Don't do oh, that. Man. Please don't do that. So we're going to start calling him Joe. <laughs> what about Jay? No. Jay? No, no. Jaboyka boy. Jaboyka boy. Jaboyka boy. No, Jay and. He is my youngest stepson. Oh. And. Joe is someone else. I don't know. Oh, we're not doing Jaboyka Boy, but you're a broad frame. <laughs> wait. You're broad frame, sir. You're and your massive stature Blanchard. and girth. That's right. My name's Trevor. They're talking about me. He's got the brain frog, and I've got the brain, brain fog. Frog. Yes. I'm sorry. I fucked that up from earlier. But you're, you're the first email in on the show. We've known Trevor for a long fucking time um, since, well, me and you since elementary, uh, through high school. I moved to New Jersey because this dude went there, basically. That's how that that chain of events played out. But turns out he's a big film buff, and he's also a big man. And he's on tonight's show. What was your email about? My email was about my top five. I'd say top five scariest to me, but Mm -hmm. also just kind of iconic people or entities or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, Angel had fucking... Headless grandmothers on hers and, and blobs from space. It could yep. be anything that you consider <laughs> yeah. iconic in horror or frightening. So we, we, this was back on episode 20. We had to fill fill in for, uh, well, we didn't have enough Pennywise material. So we kind of came up with this horror icons bit. Mm-hmm. And I guess that was the hit of the show because we got this fucking email. What would be your top five? All right. So number one, which I think coincided with most of y'all, was... Pennywise the Clown from Stephen King's It. Did you have Pennywise? Yeah, I had Pennywise. I, know I, I did. did not. I did. Um, no, I, did. I think he broke your top five, I think. He had Art the Clown. He had, oh, yeah, okay, had that's Art. what it was. Mm-hmm. And, and, not, and if I can revise my list, the tall man is now number one. Oh, okay. So what? somebody got bumped off. What yes. the fuck? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a crazy thing, boy. Boy! <laughs> yeah, the tall man is my shit. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I'm a new newly discovered phantasm fanboy and the tall man is I don't know he might share number one with Art so there you go man. this ain't about me this is about the big man sitting next oh, okay. to me you just bogarted man with the tasty <laughs> tasty tasty uh, beverage it's Pennywise I'm not someone who subscribes to the to the clown <laughs> scaredness see normally they're doing this to me so oh okay <laughs> um, I'm always just tapping everywhere and making noise it's just Pennywise's mental effects on people mm-hmm. I mean his powers are technically fed through fear and also just the physicalness of it too because at any point in time he could choose to gank you like, <laughs> yeah. he really could just be like nah you bitch I'm gonna eat your heart out of your chest but instead, he plays mind games. Love games. Love games. Love games? Some people don't fucking get that either. They're like, why didn't he just kill him? And it's like, dude, because he seasons the goddamn meat. Yes. Right. The, the, the souls. He's mm-hmm. like, I want some pepper and some cayenne on your soul. Mm-hmm. So then I'm going to take a little bite. Yeah, make a good gravy. And, a and good goulash, baby. Uh, number two on the list <laughs> is the Jeeper Creeper. Yeah. There you go. Um, I noted in the email. Mm-hmm. I noted in the email that he wasn't mentioned, that I was just saying, hey, honorable mention, to me, he's high on my list. Because, I mean, think about it. He drives his 50-year-old fucking semi-truck. That's cool. He's a demon from hell, apparently. Uh, you can't kill him. You can't bargain with him. 
he he licks windows while pointing at you and saying, hey, I don't want all those other fucks. I, I want you. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. And it's just... Part such, two. It's such a mind fuck. You want to know something? I've never yes, seen sir. either one. Tell, tell me about it. Never, never seen either seen, one? I've really? Seen yeah. One. I've seen pieces of He's both of so, them. So I've never the seen first, them. The first one is probably more informative than the second one. Yeah. yeah. But the second one just kind of hypes up the information. Just has fun. It's like, okay. yeah, like, the second one mind fucks you more, because like I said, there's a point where there's a school bus full of kids. I've spoiler seen, alert. I've, I've spoiler alert. That, yeah. um, Fuck them. Where he's out the window. Talk about it. And like, he's pointing at them. And then, and then the kids are in a line, kind of. And he's like, he shakes his head at one. And then the next one, he's like, yeah. And he licks the fucking, <laughs> he, he licks the fucking windshield. And he's like, yeah, I want you. That's Through amazing. the window, he's it's just like, fucking. It's like he gets off to it. Yeah. He gets off to it, but it's also a. a he needs he takes, something out of him. He takes the fear, and the fear gives him what he wants out of that person, which is usually a body part. Yeah. If you, if you watch the first one, you learn that. He repairs himself by He repairs eating. himself by eating humans. And the only way he finds out that the parts are good is by scaring the ever-living shit out of them. Oh. Oh, I didn't well, know that's that. That's an interesting concept. And it's really hard to kill him, which even in the second one, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> you don't really know that he's dead, which there's a third one, so I, I assume he's not. I haven't watched the third one. My I, bad. I haven't either. Uh, I plan on it, but... I don't know. <sighs> there's a reason that, that the Creeper didn't come up for me, at least. And it look, I didn't know at the time... I found out later, and I'm not saying that art should always be held to someone's personal dealings. Like, you can... A lot of other people worked on that movie, including Justin Long. And what's that chick's name in the first one? Uh, she's really good. I forget her name. I he plays... She plays the sister. Yeah. Um, but the director, uh, Victor Salva, I know his name and not hers. Hmm. Uh, the guy, for anyone who don't know, well, go research about the guy. That That's not to say those movies aren't good. I like those movies, mm-hmm. uh, but he's just... I don't know, man. I want to. I do want to see the third one. As fucked okay. up as it is, I do want to watch it just so I can like be completist. and yeah. I've seen the trilogy. Yeah. I just have a hard time with the guy. Kind of like that band Lost Prophets, bro. I could never listen to some of that music again. And oh, I used God. to. I used to like that band. Mm-hmm. Oof. Well, yeah. I never. I never liked them, but oh God. It, it would, yeah. Well, I'm gonna say the difference between what Victor Salva did and what this guy did is it's both are still horrible as fuck, but. Wait, wait, what are we talking about? Who's Victor Salva? <laughs> <laughs> I say, y'all are totally, like, over my head right now. What, I don't know. All right, this is the podcast starring Trav and Trev. <laughs> no, he picked... I told you it was going to happen, motherfucker. It's cool. He picked... <laughs> Me and Ricky's in space. He's just, he's, he's just going to come in and take our germs. Take our germs. No, no, no. Victor Salva directed Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2. Victor okay. Salva diddled kids. Oh god! But and he, he he served his time. He came back out, reformed, and continued to make movies. So oh, now he's okay. He he served his time. I hope so. And he's, and he's no, like, hey, I'm better now. I'm I'm. Yeah, and has never been accused of wrongdoing since. So yeah. it's one of those things where when 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 does someone who's seeking redemption deserve it? Right. That's no, why I, I feel. I know. I know, Angel. You know, I know, man. It, it sucks. But but what do we it's do? A hard topic. 
I, that's see that's why I didn't it's a hard time. That. That's why I didn't bring I, him up on the. I'm the Jesus worshiper at this podcast, <laughs> and I'm supposed to forgive, and it's very fucking hard to forgive. Hell, Satan! <laughs> there is one who walks among us. Oh shit! No, okay, oh. go to only your third one. Fuck All this, right. this guy. Number three. For the, now, we might talk about the it. Easy one. Zeno fucking morphs. Yeah, I'm talking about the Aliens franchise. What's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. What's well, more scarier? They got they got the penis heads. Then a fucking face fucking alien mm-hmm. who who jumps out of your your fucking stomach, looks at you, and be like, "That's right, bitch," and then runs away and becomes big as shit. Wraps around their fucking neck while he's pulsating all up and down. That's throat. That's like, uh, uh. I like how much they salivate. God, yeah, it sounds like so much. Oh, oh, and then we mentioned acid. Just them, fucking acid. Like, oh, wet. oh, you're gonna hurt me. <laughs> you're gonna hurt me. My blood's just gonna dissolve you. Wet alien pussy. And and then right when you're like, oh, that's scary as fuck. Then they're like, oh, hey, by the way, second mouth. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which one was it? It was part three where that that iconic image of yeah uh, Ripley looking away and the alien yeah, is right fucking there, right, right next to her, and it's technically like her alien screen. daughter or some shit. Oh, no. fuck. was that was no. that the third one? No, no, which no. one was it? That's four. It's four. That's yeah. four. My bad. That's resurrection. My bad. That's yeah, that, resurrection. That, that's the big ugly yeah. baby. Well, no, man, that's dude. when they clone her with the alien. I feel DNA. so bad for I that feel bad baby for it too. Yeah. God damn it! But I'm just saying, it, it's a highly adaptable creature that can not only face fuck humans, but everyone else. Yeah. Uh, dogs. It's a cats. more perfect life form. It's a more perfect life form. It highly impresses androids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in in two different. Fucking timelines or franchises or and I, yeah. I like them all. Yeah, I like, I them, like them all. I agree. Some people don't like the new ones. I don't I get it. Them. I don't get how they don't like it. I man. don't know. I think I think um, they're just like we mentioned nostalgia. Yeah, earlier maybe I think so. Some people but are just, I mean, they're, I'm, I will say Covenant. I, while I liked it, disappointed me mm-hmm. because I expected different things out of it uh, than what I got. Okay. I wanted more answers and shit. And mm-hmm. really, Scott didn't make the third in this prequel trilogy, so kind of bummed out about that one um, too. But Ever seen the Devil's Ring? I want to see that. The what? The Devil's Ring. The Devil's Ring? Yeah, like rain. No. No. I want to see that. I just saw the trailer. <laughs> this is a podcast, That's right? Number four. Uh, this one was tricky, a little bit. Um, the, my first answer was Valak. If anybody is aware of the Conjuring series one and two, that's my boy. Number two, well. <laughs> What, was she kind of in, Val- in number one? No, I don't think so. What? She was maybe part of the life. No. It was number two. Yeah. Valak. But, just to be more specific, Valak channeled through the Crooked Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, to me, creeped the fuck out of me. I, I don't, don't, like I don't know about shit. y'all. I thought it was a practical effect at first when mm-hmm. I first saw it. I'm like, yeah. they kind of filmed it to look. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I need to check this out. I never saw any special features. Mm-hmm. Is it a practical effect? No one knows? I don't, I don't know either. I've never seen it. I don't it. think it was. You didn't, you didn't see it? No, I've never seen so, nothing, bro. <laughs> he saw the first Conjuring. Okay. Yeah, I did see Which, the first Which, yeah. Like we, we've, Travis and I have had discussions about the first Conjuring and how it kind of helped in a uh, helped usher in another era of good quality horror movies. My, because mainstream. there was a for, period. For the mainstream. For the mainstream. Because there was a period in time for the mainstream where it was just... Money grabs mm-hmm. poo-poo. and poo. Well, the Conjuring, and and this is going to come up in um, the, the the next part of the show. But Conjuring is the culmination of a, a few things that we're building up. Mm-hmm. We, we got two movies we're going to talk about that led to the Conjuring. Yes, 
and one of them is directed by the same person who oh, made The Conjuring. So I yeah. got you. Yeah, but the Crooked uh, Man, man, what the fuck? He comes out of that uh, that what is that a carousel? Yes. Like, well, it's a, it's a light it's a light carousel. Like it's, a, it's kind of like a this way comes. It's a um, <laughs> all of you face. Next it's like a children's <laughs> night light carousel. Uh huh. And it's just creepy because when they're looking at it, they're in this fucking tent in the dark. You hear the creepy music play, mm-hmm. and and naturally there's something that kind of goes bump in the night. And at first you're like, oh, okay, this crooked man is fucking these people up. And you're like, you don't, you don't even know. It doesn't happen but, later to the dad, right? Or who's it happened to? I don't know. Um, He's looking at the dog. It happens to the little boy. Yeah, it's right? one of the kids. He's looking at that dog, and but then it moves. He thinks it's his dog, right? Mm-hmm. And it fucking mo- turns around and limbs come out, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And mm-hmm. it starts cricking and cracking all over and yep. it starts saying a little rhyme to him. Yep. That's fucked up, man. It is. It's creepy as fuck, and it left an impression on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan of the first one. And the second one was like, fuck. So you think if you walked like into a... Fuck, I like the second one more than the first one. If you think you walked into a room full of marionettes hanging everywhere that are like kind of like dancing, swaying and stuff, then you walk it right the butt, right the fuck out. Yeah? No? Oh, yeah. Or, or it's grab the pocket knife and start cutting strings and hoping it does something. Oh, shit. Fuck. I'd rather be around a lot of marionettes and then and that then the crooked man? person. Yeah, well, well, that's the trick, though, is, is the crooked man, come to find out, is innocent, but it's Valak that's fucking pulling the strings. He... He's the marionette for the fucking demons. I bet that's why they didn't. I bet that's why they didn't do a crooked man spinoff. Maybe so, because it's already explained. Like I, he was a tool. Okay. He was a scary fucking tool. Well, someone who's not a tool, and I love this pick for your for your fifth pick. My, my number five, which is more in the area of realism, which is why he hit my number five, because we do a kind of a, a fantasy and universal horror for uh-huh. the first one through four. Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal fucking Lecter, played by Anthony yeah. Hopkins, and he's he's someone who could be real, a real cannibal, real life. Mm-hmm. But the whole time you're interacting with this guy, you don't know he's a cannibal, and he's playing fucking games with you. And you better have manners. If you don't have manners, <laughs> if you don't have manners, he will either a make you kill yourself or b kill you and eat you. What he did? He made that dude chew off his own tongue? Yes, because yeah. he ejaculated onto fucking... What <laughs> was it? Uh, Jodie Foster's, Foster's character. Yeah. He's doing um, it right in the face. Clarice. Yep. And he couldn't... He couldn't just despised... No, know, yeah, you can't be rude. rude. You can't be Motherfucker. rude. Come on, man. But just, it's... The idea that someone could be that intelligent and he can pick your fucking brain mm-hmm. and make you kill yourself. like that too. Yes. Did you see the series? I have it. I have it loaded. I started it. Oh, but I, oh, so I want good. to. I want Mads Mikkelsen so is I, really good as Hannibal. I rewatched so Hannibal Lecter. Then I wish. Then I watched Red Dragon right after, and then now I have the series. I'm I'm about to delve into yeah. because of it because I wanted to to do it justice. You ever seen Manhunter? Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while though. That's the it's Red Dragon, but oh, what's the the third Hannibal Lecter movie where he's a, he's a teen? Where they explain Hannibal Rising? I watched that in theaters, I believe. Yeah. it's been a long time. Well, I got uh, pissed off because I was I, I saw this was posted on Film Buffs or one of those Facebook groups mm-hmm. where they were asking people, "Do you think Silence of the Lambs is a horror film?" And the majority of the people voting, the majority mm-hmm. was. Uh, a psych- they were saying it's a psychological thriller, not a horror movie. My mom, my mom said it wasn't a horror movie. I was like, "What are you talking I was about? Like, what I do you know?" Well, so what I did was I went to the uh, Sh- uh, Shutter fans horror page that I'm on, uh-huh. and like one or two other ones, 
And I posted this same question everywhere on these horror pages. Right. Being like, these people are going to back me up. Because the first one was in film buffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Psychological Thriller got the majority of the votes in all really? the horror yeah. groups. And I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Like, what are y'all doing here? Th- this is like, uh, not that it matters, really. But it's the, like the one prestigious horror movie that yeah. you can hold up and say, well, that's one a best pick. Like, swept the major categories mm-hmm. of the Oscars. Yeah, deservedly so. Yeah, well, shouldn't matter in the end, you know, because some of my favorite movies are not Oscar. I think most of my favorite movies are not Best Picture winners, but it's also, look at the shit that happens in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wears a guy's face, like, and, 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 and strings sucks another in, dude up. he sucks up. in breath and just... Oh, the little, know, like, like, <laughs> schnipser and... and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a mind fuck, and, and that's what he is. Which is why he hit my number five. Right. Um, your your two that you I, I added two more after the these. email, and I, I claimed that they were kind of a broad spectrum of picks. Mm-hmm. And number six is Anton Chigurh. Oh shit, uh, Dracula. <laughs> oh, fuck more specifically, me. maybe Bram's. You know, Bram's yeah. Dracula. If you want to go that way, but Dracula has spawned. A ton of horror movies, a ton of cult classics. I feel like it's just a baseline for for the horror genre in general. He was a really cool dude and, in Romania. And Bram's so. Bram's Dracula the movie, I mean, fucking was awesome. You have a young Keanu in it, mm-hmm. yeah. right? You have uh, Tom Waits. Tom Waits, <laughs> 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 fucking eating bugs and shit. Yeah, like. <laughs> Dang. So uh, Gary, what, Gary Oldman was playing him. Right? Gary right. Oldman, I'm was right amazing. with that name, right? Gary yeah. Oldman as, as Dracula. It, it took me forever to come up with that. Good Gary Oldsmobile. Gary Oldsmobile. And he got a young Winona. Yeah, before she was, she was a shoplifter. Before she was a shoplifter. And uh, I, I, I saw, I saw it as a broad spectrum because it was just an ode to the genre in general. Like, you have that, and then you have so many movies that build off of that. You've got Hopkins in there, too. You have Hopkins as in there. As well as uh, my boy from uh, from uh, Princess Bride and Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Oh, And God. Saw. I don't know. I know have y'all never seen it? No. Oh, I've seen that's part of our. That's going to be part of our Sword and Sorcery. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I've never it, seen Robin Hood, Bride. Men in Tights. Anyway, it's... Anyway, okay. It's And that kind of segues into the number seven, which is also... Frankenstein's monster. There you go. AKA, and also just werewolves in general, mm-hmm. um, depending okay. on what you want to go. And it, the the six and seven picks were kind of creature features mm-hmm. in the horror genre, and I just felt like and some classics. And some classics. Yeah, classics. I mean, we, I grew up on them, and they came way before my time. But if you went to high school or some shit, you probably had to read Bram Stoker's Dracula and fucking Frankenstein in your English class, and as I said, Dracula led to all these vampire flicks. And I feel like Frankenstein was a kind of a point in time for the undead genre. Dude. He was a fucking zombie. Yeah. It, 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 like, I mean... I think I, vampires by themselves, super influential. But that, yeah, I think it goes... Uh, that goes. The same could be said for fucking Frankenstein. Yes. I mean, you, you, like you said, zombies, anything that has to do with... I think body horror because mm-hmm. it's he's a reanimated corpse made up yep. of so many other people. Yeah. If you really would do that movie and 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 God, there's such a way. I picture Human Centipede Part Two, grit with yeah. the Frankenstein story. Mm-hmm. 
mixed with a little bit, oh, and man. this is just me wanting to do it this way, a little bit of reanimated I, I knew you were going there. <laughs> yeah, just come a little, on, man. Yeah, just I, a little. Not, a, not as over the top, but god damn. Frankly, I, I, out of those three, werewolves are my favorite creature. I think yours as well. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the classics. What would you go with? Would you would you pick a Frankenstein or Dracula or vampire? Definitely not werewolf. You're not a big super vampire. Werewolf. They're essential. Yeah, yeah. Vampires kind of my, my that's my, your dig too. That's my dig too. Yeah. Um, just because the stories are very very wide range. I mean, you got oh, yeah. anywhere from Bram Stoker's the fucking sparkle vampires. I'm getting more and more into <laughs> them because I, I I never really was a huge vampire fan. Mm-hmm. Um, always been werewolf, and I like. The story again, the story of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. That I don't think there's been a movie made, probably since the original. That's really all not, that good. Well, not anything just, that focused specifically that? on him. Yeah, we just watched the um, Fright Night, and that was really good. Yeah, yeah that's a classic. Yeah. Van I, I liked I liked the the bridge in Van Helsing between Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, yeah, and then you even had werewolves in there. You better calm down. The oh. internet that that always talks to us is going to start raging because oh. no one likes that movie. Right. I think except us. Yeah, I, I saw that, that in theaters. And I, I thought it was fucking awesome. I love that movie. I've watched it again. It, it holds up to the to the time test. Yeah, like yeah. I watch it, and if it's on, I'm like, yeah, super entertaining. I like yeah. looking at Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, me she's too. Not. Who, who doesn't That's, like her? You know, in that or great. Underworld or whatever. Um, yeah, you I want to talk about it, bro. I like I, mean, I like looking at Kate Beckinsale, and you know what? Uh, you know that movie was fun. Mm-hmm. You know uh, there was a lot of cheese, but it was fun cheese. There, there was cheese. Was I like no- I like the storytelling of it though. Dracula wants a fucking family. <laughs> he he literally wants to make babies. That's kind of what it's about. There's tra- nobody should deny him his family. There's tra- there's tragedy to his character in that in that, there, in that movie. There there's a human side to his aspect. Then you got Helsing, who just so happens to get turned into a werewolf. Spoilers. Um, where you're like, what's his involvement with fucking Dracula? Why is it that he's known him for all this time, but he forgot? And then you have Frankenstein's monster, who is also another tragic... Towards, uh, man, I was hoping he'd have been a bigger piece. I, I wanted him to be more. He did get the he, entire intro as a set piece for, for his character, did. though. And, and he was also essential to the plot as far as Dracula wanting to have babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to add that Penny Dreadful... Brought a lot of that. those elements. We need to watch that because you we started it and we didn't. We only like got the first you season. should watch it. It's very good because it does have Frankenstein. Yep. Yeah. Say Frankenstein's vampire. It has Dorian Gray. It mm. has witches slash demons. It has werewolves. Like if you like Victorian era and you oh, like shit. and you like monsters, yeah, Penny Dreadful is no. your thing. Oh, yeah. possessions. We want to talk about possessions. I yeah, love that happens Victorian too. Era. Okay, if you like a little bit of gratuitous nudity, that happens. Just saying. <laughs> okay. well, I'm just letting you know. Who put that out there? Showtime. Um, it was Showtime, I believe. Yeah, it is on Netflix I, or Amazon Prime right now. Right now, I forget where it's I think at, it's but Netflix. yeah, I watched it all when it was coming out, as it was coming out. Yeah. So yeah. just because you're and listening to this now and you think that it's fucking the spooky season's over, continue on into November. Fucking never, Penny's never. Fucked. No, man. Penny Dreadful. I didn't know that that was still out there. No one's ever really gone. You need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever really gone. Oh, my God. That's a tribute to Red Letter Media. Sorry. <laughs> um, That's pretty much the end of my list. I mean, unless we... I want to kind of preserve the Freddy and 
the Jasons and all this other stuff for later on. They're icons. Yeah. But they're not as essential or scary to me. Was as... I the only one that even had one of them on our Freddy? list? No, I didn't have Freddy. No, so I think I had Jason. I think yeah, you, you had, had Jason. Jason. Yeah, I didn't have Jason. And I might have had Leatherface. I don't remember. I think he was mentioned, but I don't think he was he was in your top five. He's my top horror icons. I can't even fucking remember. It was a list episode, guys. Look, I mean I had to look at my list to just remember. Yeah. Can't I remember. Had Norman Bates. That's oh, actually yeah. a good one. From yeah, but specifically from uh, Bates Motel, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about the new Bates Motel? The, she, the show? The show. It was good. I liked it. I, I'm those people that don't fucking uh, rage post to, to our pages and stuff, here here you go. You got another chance to ignore this controversial shit I'm about to say but the Gus Van Sant shot for shot remake of Psycho I like it so fuck mm. Hitchcock Yo. Hitchcock get back in your fishbowl no, don't put Hitchcock back in the fishbowl <laughs> by our special guest uh, we pleaded and begged for content um, <laughs> so Trevor sent in an email with a list of things and uh, he'll get full credit for them because eventually we're gonna we're gonna touch on all of these topics a lot of them are really good uh, some of which we're gonna do tonight two two that he uh, sent in out of this list uh, the first one being you're placed in the director's chair and you get to make or rather, remake any horror movie, or, and we added this little caveat, take a non-horror film and remake it into a horror film, how would you do it? What would be your vision for it? What would you bring new to the table? And the second thing we're going to do is uh, best horror remakes, or our favorite, or just some that we like a lot. I don't know. It's not a top list or anything like that. It's just some stuff that we felt would, uh, I don't know, Maybe give someone some ideas for something to watch. Okay. Well, you brought the ideas to us. You want to kick it off? Yeah, I'll kick it off. So, my first idea for a remake, if I was a director, is to remake Blair Witch 2. Oh, shit. Blair Witch 1 was a found footage horror movie. Um, It was kind of a first of its kind when it came out. It had excellent, excellent promotion Mm -hmm. as a real footage movie. Like, mm-hmm. when people first watched it, they thought it was real. And tied it all into, like, the internet. They were f- yeah. one of the first, if not the first, to really get that internet market. Yes. And it was it was very groundbreaking in its own way. And then Blair Witch 2 came out. And they were like, no, nah, we're, we're going to throw that all out. And we're going to make this plot. And we're going to make this a movie that we know is fake. And it just kind of ruined the, the motif and the feel of the entire thing. I, I would scrap that idea, and I would stick with the found footage and just do kind of a part two, and maybe just dig deeper into Blair Witch, or maybe do it from the view of the Blair Witch, mm. kind of change it up a bit, because um, it's just the second one never settled with me. So it'd be like a witch movie, but you actually hang out with the witch the whole time. Yes. For most people, I don't know if a lot of people know this, because this is a little bit of 
deep cuts. You got you got to go online and read the journals that's on the official website and stuff like that, and different news articles. That a lot of a lot of supplementary material you you have to consume to know that in the universe of the Blair Witch, the woods themselves, the area that the kids go into to go find her or look for whatever the fuck they're looking for, where they get lost. That part of the woods is a time warp. Enchanted. Yeah, she controls the forest. That's why they hear sounds everywhere. Things move at random. Piles of rocks show up. Stick men all over the place. Completely lost in one place. They can't get out, and no one seems to know where they are. And they, the the witch controls the woods, and when they when they enter into it, they enter into a frozen place in time that somebody else could walk through. And if she chooses not to ensnare them, they just walk right through the woods. Mm-hmm. When she wants to get you you enter into her woods and then you're stuck there. So to see it kind of from the witch's perspective, that would be kind of badass. I'm not going to lie. Um, the third Blair Witch movie, which is a sequel to the first one, they show the witch in it. Oh, okay. Briefly. Very briefly. I liked it better when you didn't see her. So how would you do it? Would you, would you show her? Cause, maybe it's just the design that they used for her. She was lanky and she kind of looked like the fucking witch or uh, the... The old lady in It Chapter 2 when she comes running out the dark room all lanky and fucked up looking? I think I would do most of it from a point of view shot. Yeah, have her walking around like it's fucking Michael Myers. Because you'll still get, like when she goes to get somebody, you're going to still get up in their face. Mm -hmm. You're still going to get that terror right up in the camera. So it still kind of looks like a found footage or like a documentary, but it's from her viewpoint. So... You kind of would have the reverse of what the first movie was. Oh, fuck. But still having the same motif of, this is a a, a, a face in the camera, yeah. and it's scared shitless, and they don't know what's going on, except now it's the witch's point of view, and they know what's going on, and they're fucking terrified. It's almost like, uh, it's not exactly the same, but it'd be similar. The, the idea they had for the original Cloverfield, at one point, uh, the cast, the, 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 the people we're following, they're... It's all found footage, Mm -hmm. so it's from their point of view. They look across the bridge, and they see another group of people that have a camera. Originally, they were going to do a spinoff film from that group's Uh, point of view of the same events transpiring, but it would be like a different different story. Yeah. So I like that, man. That's not bad. What you got, Anger? Um, I have two. Okay. Just really quick. The first one, I would do a... um, uh, it would be a Freddy movie, but it would be like um, almost like a have a lot of um, comedy in it, I, I guess. Oh. And I would do um, Freddy versus the Shadow Man. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Who's the Shadow Man? Huh? The Hat Man. The Shadow People. Oh, you're gonna bring those well, things into this? Yeah. Well, they're they're both uh, within nightmares that you can't really wake up from uh-huh. so um, I would I kind of do like a spin off of that and um, <laughs> turn into Adam West for a second there yeah. a spin off of that um, and I would, <laughs> would also like a um, a sequel to The Witch where I already made that that's The Witches of East Dick <laughs> <laughs> no go ahead he owns the rights to it it's she, true um, she has um, she's, she's learning how to come into her Supreme power because she's she's the most the most use I cannot talk the most youthful <laughs> of the witches because she's young. Thomason. Yes, and she um she resurrects her baby brother 
and she keeps them in the forest. She's also battling, uh, since she is a witch under um, evil and devious means, she is fighting and battling um, being haunted by her religious ass parents. So that fucking dude's a ghost that's like, Tabakar, my child. Yes. <laughs> Why did you look yeah. And her mom's just there laughing while a crow pecks her tit in the yeah. afterlife. Right. Yeah. And a goat just comes out of nowhere and bucks him. Oh, <laughs> well, that's the devil, man. Yeah. The devil be bucking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, so a sequel to The Witch and also the... F- <laughs> Freddy versus... The Shadow Freddy. Man. When you say one with more comedy, and I'm like, yeah, that pretty much all of them, except the first one, mm-hmm. got the comedy aspect going on. Yeah. All right. Well, if I had my way, and, and I thought about this for, for a little bit just now, but um, I think this would be cool to take the never-ending story and refocus that as a horror movie, because there's a lot you could do with this movie. I could, yeah, easily. Sounds great, yeah. Bastion getting sucked into the never-ending story through that magical talisman. Almost uh, like the labyrinth, uh, like Pan's labyrinth. Orin, yeah. And having, well, no, that is that is labyrinth. Him, he, well, he gets sucked into it in the second one, but the first one, it's all from Atreyu's point of view. So I, I guess I would stick more to the, the first movie, and um, he, he's trying to find the name for the childlike empress. That's what his whole quest is about. He loses uh, Artex in the swamps of sadness. I would have a gang of people go with him so you can lose some folks along the way. I'd have the rock biters be way more brutal and savage, but they realize, and this is where the best part comes in, because I would play heavy on the cosmic horror of the nothing coming to consume everything. That shit would be fucked up in Gamork. The wolf, the big wolf, he'd be a werewolf. He'd, he'd be some tie that's coming to fuck you up, just like he is in the original. But not even but man, in the, even in the, even in the original, he is scary as shit. The final scene between him and Atreyu would be a little bit more drawn out, and I'd throw in some cosmic poetic shit that he could say versus what he does say. Uh, I, I would just emphasize the cosmic horror of it all because it's a movie literally about nothing that's coming to consume everything you think and love and hope and dream. I. I feel like I feel like it could uh, it could go places. I don't know. What's the uh, those 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 sphinxes that shoot lasers out of their eyes? I, I would have that instead of being a statue. That would be like a monster he has to fight along the way. So I would almost clash of the titans it up. <laughs> That's what I was kind of thinking. sort of. But 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 I but I'd film it like she said, like a Pan's Labyrinth fairy tale, much darker. Even though the original is kind of dark, but it's a kids movie. But I, I would just spice it up with a little pumpkin spice. So that'd be my remake, The Never-Ending Story. Oh, and that's the little twist ending. When Bastion does get sucked in, it starts over, and he has to take the role of Atreyu. It's like a repeating story until he can find the name of the childlike empress. Every time every time that nothing consumes everything, whoever's reading the book to, to find that out gets sucked into the story. So next time when, I don't know, Gilbert picks up the book. He's reading about Bastion instead of a trade. It's a vicious cycle. Uh huh.
fucking feet. I'll finish it up with Adam's Family. Instead of a remake, necessarily, we do a continuation. You're going to get Christopher Lloyd back? I don't know about Christopher Lloyd. Oh, shit. I was thinking you see her Richie. Get her back? Get her back and make her the matriarch of the Adams Family. So, so Fester's she, dead? Fester's dead. Gomez. <sighs> Gomez is dead. Morticia. Morticia's alive. But she's old as fuck. Oh. She, she, she replaces the old Randy. Nah, she that old bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and now Richie reprises her role as Wendy. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. But now she's the matriarch of the Adams family. It's just a... It'd be interesting. It was just a fun idea. A generational. Yes. <laughs> if Headless Grandma had her whole... A whole sequel of herself Shit. and her old black body just... <laughs> Hereditary meets Adam's family. Going to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> just to make the movie about headless mom and, and grandma. And, like as she walks, she, <laughs> everything just rips. She's all rigor mortis out oh, and cracking and shit everywhere. Yeah, it's a whole Wait, movie said, about her. You said headless grandma and headless Tony Collette. Yeah, just running around among, it, breaking they, into people's houses and they fucking and, like, <laughs> breaking their yeah. houses. They bad. like rock. Cross like finger bang each other and shit. Yeah, but they don't kill people. That's important. They, they don't kill nobody. And it's shot in black and white, and it's like really like sad. Like you feel really bad for them. The Incredible Hulk music is playing the whole time, like when he's walking yeah. away and thumbing for a ride. <laughs> and all they do is like just fuck up your stuff in your house, like like Step Brothers, where they like stuff the pillows in the oven and stuff. So you see these headless things doing shenanigans. Yeah, they just do all that. They, or they, like you see like headless grandma's like scared and she's sad. Tony Collette goes to scratch her back and it's just nothing but like just flesh just coming off. Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh. I picture them putting like mustard in the shampoo bottle, all headless and stuff, and then they rub their hands together like they're scheming some evil shit. <laughs> then they bump into stuff walking around because they got no eyes. Headless grandma washing dishes with her little sponge. <laughs> Damn. Ironing, doing the laundry. She's the house bitch. She's really sad. It go. It goes to the, the headless mom. The headless mom goes to blow a balloon and realizes she can't because she got no mouth. Oh! And it's like one of those black and white mime films. It's like, oh, this is so sad. A, a mime film. A mime. Yeah. <laughs> she, she can't talk. That makes me think of that thing on Family Guy where it shows them people in black and white and they're flipping an egg and, and yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. this is one of those art house movies and the, the one person's under the table crying. Right. While that's happening, the egg's just spinning in the air. <laughs> Pancake, whatever the fuck it, it is. was, an egg, I think. And he's a clown. He's yeah, dressed he's like a, a clown, clown. and the she, she rips off her arm and takes the bone out and shoves it into her headless esophagus to try to have a head, like a fake, yeah, prosthetic head. Puts Google eyes on it. Yeah, <laughs> she does sign language communicate. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> so I would remake Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh God damn it! <laughs> and I would give it the Stephen King Christine treatment. Uh huh. Oh yeah. shit! But I would up the gore. Yeah. There would be a lot of, a lot of uh, child deaths. I picture that car would just come come down out of the sky and stomp on yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. Snatch people up too, and just <laughs> fucking Blood drop them. Everywhere. Like oh. the hood would come down and like. Bite like, bite your head off, like on <laughs> Madman, and then just fly away. Oh. Yeah. 
what that's, you, that's that's all I've got. What would you call it? Oh, um, give me a sec. I'll come up with something. You had it earlier. No, what you, was it? You, Do you remember? It's like chitty chitty. You're all one. dead or something like that. <laughs> that's awesome. That's exactly what you should call it. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the lyrics to the song real quick. He came up with it a minute ago. What if there was a movie made of a of a horrible pandemic where we had two crazy president elects and twenty 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 child porn? Oh god! And child oh, trafficking everywhere. And then the aliens, like, they decide to come to the planet. And oh, shit. You're talking about all the stuff we got away with. And <laughs> they, they come and just wipe our planet out because they've just been observing us, like, like the Sims for all these years. And then it's the apocalypse. And it's it's what they saw in the Bible the whole time, but it's the fucking aliens. It's been the aliens the whole time. The Anunnaki. Yeah. The Nephilim. Giorgio Sukalum. Yeah, he's going to direct that film. <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah. No, there is a movie. Gratuitous Egyptian flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> there, is, there is a movie coming out later this year uh, called Duncan that's about the Pizzagate scandal and the reptilians. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's going to so, be interesting. It's a horror movie. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It takes place from the point of view of a right-wing conspiracy theorist. I think it's going to be more a jab at it, but I still want to see it just to see what the hell they're talking about and what they're showing because... Yeah. Whatever is going on, I find it interesting. And horrific. Well, yeah, definitely. Fuck people fucking kids for power, blood, sacrifices. and oh, Jesus. Hashtag frazzle drip. Just look into it a little bit. I don't know. I'm trying to find something funny from the, from the lyrics. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang, you're all dead. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Chitty, chitty, yelang, yelang. <laughs> 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 the ever bending boring <laughs> I'm just gonna make a mom my movie's gonna have a stupid title now. even though it's gonna be it dark be as like fuck it could be like a, a kung pao movie oh shit what we take we take other movies and just put shitty shitty healing alright so so in the lyrics chitty chitty bang bang we love you is a common verse redundant thing yeah so um, yeah I'm gonna go with chitty chitty bang bang we're all dead oh there you go there we go fun enough that's a wrap we all dead alright so we all remade something but what are some of our favorite or just remakes that that come to mind when when you think about horror movies and this is I mean I think any film that gets remade people there's gonna be pushback we were talking about it earlier it's the nostalgia. People don't want to let go of that thing that they fucking loved, and they think that whatever's going to come next that sort of has any representation of the thing that they love, it's going to ruin its legacy. It's going to do this, that, and the other. I don't think that when it comes to remakes, I'm I'm willing to give it give any one of them a chance because if if I already love the franchise and the property, and someone's going to bring a fresh idea to it and make me fall more in love with it, I'm all about that shit. Uh, for for me, some great horror remakes, or the the Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Absolutely. Not a lot of people know that, but David Cronenberg remade that film. I almost made a joke about remaking the original Fly, <laughs> where it's a big fly man yeah. with a fly head. That would be epic. <laughs> a throwback. 
50s fucking creature feature. The Thing by John Carpenter is a remake. You could also remake that original. Who Goes There. That's what I'd call it. I think they want to make a Who Goes There. Really? Yeah. You know what I wish they would remake? We make? Yeah. (laughs) What do you want them to we make? (laughs) The Faculty. Yeah? Yeah, that would be interesting. That's not bad. Ooh, I have one. I want to take a clockwork orange, but I want to make it into a romantic comedy. No. I see a lot of milk. Red, red, groovy. Yeah. Right? Or is that just Rob Zombie calling it that? They do call it. They do call that liquid they're drinking groovy. Something. Yeah. Do they? My drogies. Yeah. They say all kinds of weird shit. They're, yeah. They're all about the, saying weird. The doing li- weird shit in that movie. The lingo in that movie came from the book, which came from actual lingo of uh, like like certain different sets of of people in that area at that time. Like he took real shit and was like, "Oh right. yeah, I'm gonna." Fucking write this in here, and I don't care if people know what it means. Right, right. They'll infer it. I, oh, I think another great remake, it, and this isn't, it's not technically a remake, because the original was a TV series, but some people still look at it as a remake. It, the films, yeah, yeah. far superior. Far, <laughs> far. What? What? Or how about Dawn of the Dead? Anyone seen the original and the remake? I haven't seen no. the original. No? Zack Snyder's film? Oh, shit. I saw that shit in theaters, man. The remake gave us the fucking fast zombie. That's where that shit comes from, at least as far as I know. I really like the uh, the Amityville Horror remake. That movie amped it up. Yeah, yeah with Ryan fucking Reynolds. Was, Ryan Reynolds was intense there. Movie. Yeah, when Him I... chopping that wood. Chopping oh. the wood. Yeah, he was scared. Shirtless. Fuck. <laughs> There were some parts that scared me in theater when I yeah, saw that movie. I saw it in theaters too, and it's—I uh, really liked it. Them pics were scaring you. <laughs> <laughs> What's some remake y'all like? The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. God damn it! That's why I told you I was about to boss tuna it up. And yeah. You. Oh, that's fine. Speaking of tuna, um, I find that my life hasn't drastically changed since I've become a celebrity. You know, a mm-hmm. famous internet personality. Yep. Um, I was wondering if, and this this is to Cole because I'm sure he listens to, you know, all of our episodes, ten or fifteen times. Mm-hmm. Um, Always. Yeah, he probably you know does all that. Um, so yeah, I was just wondering if he could give me a, a couple of shout outs on uh, <laughs> Instagram and you know uh, Twitter because I don't have one because fuck Twitter. I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a boring thing that I don't like. Right. Yeah, I just I just I'm not at the point where I get recognized everywhere I go. It's gonna happen. Like I get recognized here. Yeah. You been stripping for your uh, your OnlyFans? No, he got no. mentioned on the Joe Blow Horror Show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get that OnlyFans money though. And Bitcoin. And Bitcoin. True. Yeah. Bitcoin. 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 So. So thanks, Boss Tuna. I love the shout out. That's that's really all. That's really all this bit was about. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you, Boss Tuna. I'm gonna go with I'm going with American Psycho. Yeah. Christian Bale. Mm. It's an amazing movie. Fuck yeah. It's a great movie based off of a a book written in 1991. It's one of my favorites. I think the movie came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. The 2000. And um, some people. Said it wasn't like the book. Some people didn't like it, and I'm like, this movie's fucking amazing. It's they also made a Christian Broadway Bell's play. Greatest performances, huh? 
They also made a, a Broadway play. Oh, did they? I didn't know that. Yeah. We almost went see it when we wow. took our trip to New York. Mm-hmm. Damn. That would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have yeah. been awesome. There was a lot of blood flying all over the fucking place. Oh, it's, it's one of those crowd involved. And a big 80s theme. Yeah, they were going to... It's Huey Lewis in the news all over the place. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Suspiria, superior remake in my opinion. I'm, yeah. Again, controversial, but what do you want me to do? I love the original, but I, I like the remake a lot. About Red Dragon, which we talked about earlier, yeah. is a remake of Manhunter. Yeah. I liked so, it. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Red Dragon is also controversial. I probably like that one the most out of the Anthony Hopkins Hannibal Lecter films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the last two I'll mention for me. And Do you ma- see it? What? Oh. Do you see it? I want to see. <laughs> Poor Philip Seymour. He didn't know. No, bro. He didn't know. The, my two. Did you piss your pants? <laughs> oh. That was some acting on Edward. Stretch it out. I'm going to go ahead and let you know. Yeah. When I watched him do that, I was like, this is yeah. what they saw in him. I'm going to cut that little thing off? Yeah. 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 Hold it out. Stretch it. Oh, God. If you don't know what we're talking about, go watch Red Dragon. Go watch Red Dragon. Yeah. It's wonderful. And these might be my two personal favorite remakes. One of them mainly for nostalgia. I'm not going to lie. I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Fuck theaters, yes. and the 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 way it's shot, the original is so much like a snuff film and a documentary, raw, gritty footage style. I love that. Yep. The remake is like they took the dark, gritty, and they added, I don't know, a, a, a classiness to it. They, yeah. I, I don't really know how to put it, but I appreciate the remake. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think it's I think it's an underrated remake. Definitely. I love the recreated shot of when she's walking towards the house. Mm-hmm. Jessica Alba Jessica back Be- in. Beale. Jessica Beale. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Jessica Beale's back in. <laughs> and the house, the mm-hmm. scary ass house. I was a really I was really glad they recreated that shot. The house in the remake and the door shutting scene. I'm going to say at least they look aesthetically more fucked up. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Nothing really to me beats the original door slam and just the tone that the movie hits when that happens. And the reveal of Leatherface and the, the realistic, like, I'm going to shake and jitter all over the floor because a piece of skull fragment is embedded in my brain. Yeah. It just, it plays out more realistic, but yeah, I appreciate, and I don't want to say love, but I really, really like that remake. And best remake of all time it it some it could be a reboot it could be a continuation but for the purposes of just talking about it on this list evil dead 2013 oh yeah 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 fuck yeah one of my favorites modern masterpiece jeez i can't say enough about that movie that i might want to say again one day but i mean dude it fucking rains blood for real bro yeah. <laughs> it rains blood <laughs> I mean, come on. What's more the fucking... The chainsaw scene at the end. That's when it's raining blood. I know. When when she gets her in half. Yeah. Well, right down the fucking face. I mean... Yeah. Right through the head. Hugh Carey King's guitar solo. Oh, yeah. That would be the only time it's appropriate. <laughs> is when it's raining blood and you have... <laughs> the chainsaw fucking chainsaw through the head. <laughs> yeah, man. Tongue splitting. I don't know what's more metal than that. That, that girl was shooting herself with the, the, the air gun with the nails. <laughs> That's my favorite, too. I love that. Her arms hanging on by a tendon in the puzzle. <laughs> that and the uh, ice syringe scene. 
That's when that, he's pulling it out. That's so cringe, dude. Yeah. That's I'm watching that and I'm just tensing up like, God damn it, please no. She sniffs her panties. She says, I could smell your filthy soul. <laughs> I think that, yeah, everything of that movie is so that fucking memorable. Amazing. It stands yeah. alone. It doesn't have to be tied to Ash. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's a very bold move, mm-hmm. as, as we've discussed before. Sydney Lopez had the tattoo of her on his. Uh... Of Mia? Yeah, coming out the, the bottom. Oh, out, out of the cellar? Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it was a really Because nice her movie. image, that's one of the things that always stuck with me from the original Evil Dead was Linda trying right. to get out of the, or Cheryl, whichever one it was. I think it was Cheryl. Linda, huh? It was Linda. Yeah, because Cheryl, wasn't Cheryl the other one? I don't know. I don't, I don't I remember. I can't remember But the now. image of the deadite trying to come out of the cellar, the chained up cellar, I think they took their own spin on it in the new one and made it to me, just as iconic and fucking scary looking. Agreed. play too, but y'all gotta think of something to ask. Okay. You're gonna, you are going to gag with, did you look at these flavors? This ain't gonna make me gag. No. The dead fish? Listen, I gotta Look get in. Ricky's face! I have to get into this thing, okay? <laughs> so, uh, when we were, when, when Angel was um, acquiring snacks for this special Halloween edition of the nightclub, she picked up something called Bean Boozled. These are jelly beans that contain weird and wild flavors, and it comes with this really shitty little cardboard prices right spinning or no uh <laughs> wheel of fortune wheel where you spin the arrow and you'll land on what it's like a color or a flavor because each 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 uh it's, it's jelly bean yeah well each jelly bean has a, the same distinct look as its nasty and tasty counterpart so. I'm going to ask each of you a question, and if you get it right, you get to pass. If you get it wrong, you got to spin, and you got to eat a fucking nasty-ass jelly bean. You got to eat all these jelly beans. I'm so scared. How do we decide who goes first? Ladies first, all right? No. We're a chauvinist podcast. Oh, I have a better selection. Or is it, no, chivalrous. We're a chivalrous podcast. I was about to say, (laughs) we were saying the complete wrong thing. Oops. Something about that doesn't sound right. (laughs) I know words. I'm no no expert. (laughs) The chauvinist. Can we, do you want to tell them the difference in the flavors? No. Not until afterwards. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, don't, don't, I don't want to know. I want to hear people guess what they're chewing. I don't, I don't want to know. Because chances are... No, I don't want to know. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Don't not, give me a hard one. That none of the. Oh, I'm gonna preface this again because just like the last I feel time like we did this shit. You want me to eat all these jelly beans? No, none of these. <laughs> none of the. These are all softball. Oh, that don't mean shit for me. These are all softball horror questions. I can't get the words out of my mouth. <laughs> um. You sure you're not gonna give her the hard one, bro? No. You're gonna give the, me the hard one with the with the softballs. Listen. <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street takes place where? Springwood, California or Springwood, Ohio? California. Spin that fucking wheel. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so then randomly grab one. I'm exempt. 
exempt. No, you're not. I'm exempt. Okay, so I just gotta close my eyes and grab one. Spin the wheel. Spin that oh, wheel. DJ, spin that shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, it's this one. Do you see? No. What is it? It birthday cake or no? What? You're doing this wrong. It, <laughs> <laughs> Grab whatever color You're it is. You're doing this wrong. I'm so scared. Okay. I have something to spit it into if it's bad. Mm, swallow it. You should. What was it? Tell us what it was. It's dirty dishwater. Which color did you pick? <laughs> I can't. I, I know can't. what it tastes like. What Every color t- did you pick? This color, the white one with all the sprinkles in it. That's correct. That is dirty dishwater. Cilantro. That's don't what it read the like. thing, though. You knew exactly yeah. what it was. I just know. Okay, Trev. I, I'll go next. Yeah, so. you're next. Let's, let's do this. Who did Can Cap? I have a sip of your coffee. Fucking a. Who did Captain <laughs> Elliot Spencer become? Coffee. The lawnmower man, jigsaw, the tall man, or pinhead? Captain Elliot Spencer. Pinhead. What? Correct. Pinhead. Pass that fucking thing. All right, Ricky. You just eat one anyway, Trevor. What is yes. Leatherface's family name in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Is it Sutton, Hopper, Hewitt, or Sawyer? Sawyer. Correct. Fuck all y'all. Anyone got a question for me? It's still in my teeth. <gasps> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't exactly put it in multiple choice. How many years... In between the Jeepers Creeper. 27. 27, okay. Come on, man. Uh, it was a softball, but I mean... I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> Ricky would have got it. I would have had to eat All a right. dirty jelly bean. <laughs> Angel, you're up again. Oh. And I tell you what, if you get this one right, you get to ask me a question right now. You gotta think about that shit. Does it have to be horror? What is, what is Candyman's <laughs> weapon of choice? Axe, knife, hook, or machete? Candyman. Be my victim. It's a hook. Correct. <laughs> it's still stuck in She's my so feet. relieved. Y'all don't understand. No, oh, I know. Okay. I'm sure. You I've had, had this shit before? No, I've had one gross jelly bean in my life and it was vomit flavored. Let me just tell y'all, the, the dirty dishwater tastes like them dishes that have been sitting in my fucking sink. It's very nasty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have a question for me? Yeah, but it's not going to be horror because you know every fucking thing about horror. Well, then I'm not playing. Let me think about it. You know what? It. Give me a fucking movie one, too. Then. I'm going to fucking stomp the yard with it. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> stomp the yard edition. Uh, I, yo, it's still in my mouth. I, ask him how how don't, Phantasm don't. 4 ends. Hang on, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. She don't even know to ask that shit. I was going to say, ask her how any of them in. Nobody knows. <laughs> no one knows what's going it's on. A, it's, always, it's always Angus Grimm being like, boy. <laughs> it's pretty much the only thing. I, I like how they destroy right. the same car in every movie, too. That's amazing. Trav, what is the ventriloquist dummy name in The Dead Silence? Do you know it? I do. I don't. You got to guess. I, Steve? I don't know. Really? Oh, God. Okay, so I was kind of close with this generic ass right. name. Oh, give me that fucking wheel. I'm not scared of that damn shit. You hear that spinning shit, audience? I ain't no fucking coward. All right, I landed on orange. Wait, no, what color is this thing? This is like a sparkly rainbowy one. 
Right? Yep. Oh, this is like an American one. It's white with red and blue flecks. Or this that is... was the one I got. <clears throat> no, this is different. Judy Fruity. Oh, come on, man. Mm. Yep. All right, Trev. Oh, my God. All right, buddy. British actor Boris Karloff... <laughs> He's going to get this one. British actor Boris Karloff created a cinematic icon when he performed as what monster? Dracula, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, or the Creature from the Black Lagoon? Creature from the Black Lagoon. Spin that shit. Spin it, mother... He was Frankenstein's I monster, man. Oh, I totally thought you were going to get I'm bad with names. That's well. I am bad with names. Learn to learn them because now you yeah. got to pay the price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get the good flavor, so it doesn't matter. It's a man's world, Angel. <laughs> this is man's world. What color you landed on? Don't read the don't read the thing. I'm not. I'm look, trying to look at the color. It's white with brown. It doesn't look very Sounds good. Sounds disgusting. Oh, it, it could be bad. This could be bad. It must be good. It's not bad. You're trying to figure out what the good is. Man, y'all suck. Is it birthday cake? No. Yes. Well, you didn't grab the brown one then. I grabbed white wood brown. That's what I said. Yeah, was. yeah, right. That's That should be toasted marshmallow. Oh, that's what it tastes like, yeah. Oh, marshmallows? Okay. Mm-hmm. Marshmallow. Well, fucking yeah, it. That's right. White wood brown. That's what it was. All right. Mm-hmm. Ricky, who was the original killer in Friday the 13th? Was it Jason Voorhees, Elias Voorhees, Pamela Voorhees, or Diana Kimball? It was Miss Voorhees. It was Miss Voorhees. <laughs> Say him again, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jason, Elias, Pamela. <laughs> Pamela? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I was like, man, even I know this one. <laughs> Someone got another question for me. <laughs> yeah. What? What was the ventriloquist name in the dead silence? <laughs> I've never seen it. Mary Weather. What? That was her name. You're just going back to this movie that I... Yeah. No. Because I know everything about it and you don't know anything. I think that was also a James Wan movie. I mean, I can give you a question in another one. Yeah, yeah like give, him, give him another Yeah, because okay. I'm done with this in, trying in to answer first, shit about a movie that I don't in remember. In the first three Friday the 13th movies, what is a reoccurring theme with three people and a vehicle at the very beginning of the movie? As far as the people are concerned, there's a there's a similarity to all of them. I can try to do it multiple choice if you want. It is James Wan directed Dead Silence. That's another film that he he did. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah try to do because I'm I'm... I'm a little lost. I ain't gonna lie. I know the question is kind of hard. Um, you have three people who show up at the beginning of each movies as they're going to camp, well, not necessarily Camp Crystal Lake, but Crystal Lake, and they're all friends. What are their? They're all counselors. Okay, that's true, but that's not that's not what I'm asking for. I'm sorry. Shit. Um, they all hold specific parts in each three of the movies I, I recognize this as I was watching them they they share the same relationship with each other I don't know man I don't know okay the male and female there's a male and a female who are dating it's one of them and the third one is always a guy and he's always a goofball either A he plays pranks being they towed his his friend's car, uh, vehicle yeah the other one was the guy who wore the mask with Sh- the spear. Shelley. 
Yeah. And then the, the third one was the semi fat guy with curly no, that, hair. That's Shelly. Yeah, he's the, oh, he's okay. the mask and spear guy. Okay. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's a skinny guy. Huh? Yes. Oh, that's, fuck. You're, you're, you're mixing two and three. Yeah. But the point is, in each three of the movies, in, in the first. It's a couple and a goofball. Movie, there's a couple and a goofball in all three of them. Well, I, I, I can't. I, didn't I know. It was hard it. to frame the but question. I'm, I'm going to spin it anyway because I don't give a fuck. I want to taste some nasty shit. All right, I landed on this golden one. Let me see that. What the fuck are you? Strawberry banana smoothie. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. All right, final questions. And if anyone has one while we're doing it, throw it at me since I'm the one fucking running running down this shit. (laughs) You scared? Yeah. How scared are you? I'm pretty scared. My stomach hurts. How many t- different timelines are there in the Halloween franchise? What? <laughs> what? Good God, Travis. Timelines? Yeah. In the which one? Halloween Jesus franchise. Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> no one knows the answer to that. I have multiple choice. I mean, I broke it down in one no, of my I episodes. I know, I'm just... Yeah, you can have multiple choice. Does, does the Halloween franchise have three different timelines? Four different timelines or five different timelines. What do you mean by timelines, though? Where the events prior to the film that you're currently watching okay. have nothing to do with certain other films. Hey, you're... I, it's three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. You're giving me. Yeah. Three. Five. Spin that shit. <laughs> oh no, I'm not ready to come out from my shirt yet. I just ate toothpaste and it wasn't that bad. That was okay, the it's this one. You just ate toothpaste. There's a toothpaste flavored one? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a silly flavor. It was just very wow. minty. The name. Yeah. Oh, the the trailers? Oh, yeah, hey, well, I'm playing Grindhouse trailers in the background again. Nice. I don't know which one this is. Just pick a different one. Just pick any one and eat it. You picked blue? You might eat toothpaste. It's not that bad. It's better than the dishwater. You have that on your side. Pass that shit to Trevor. <laughs> it's not bad, though, right? Yeah? You can't handle that? You're a pusshole, bro. You're the pusshole of the night now. Spitting out all these fucking jelly beans. <laughs> we all been getting good ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, after this is done, y'all all want to taste the bad ones. This one's not... No! Yeah. I lose. This, no. this one's not that bad, but I can't. I have painstakingly won so far and not eaten a single jelly bean. Let's give him a hard question. No! Which... which <laughs> Which director has adapted three Lovecraft stories, all starring Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton? I know this. That's why you're not getting this question. It's <laughs> not your question. Is it A, William... What is that dude's name? Oh, shit. Hold on. Oh, it's not him. It's not that guy. Oh, I'm going to change the name now. I said William, so it ain't going to be William anymore. I lost this. I had it written down. Bill. Bill. Right? <laughs> Sorry. His name's going to be Williamson something. <laughs> and you'll be like, I'm not going to pick that one because I'm not stupid. Context clues. Is it Toby Hooper, Steve Miner, Stuart Gordon, or Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Spin that shit. Who was it? Ricky? Stuart Gordon? Green with white. I oh, think it's green. That sounds bad. Speaking what? of speaking of Gordon, Stuart Gordon, all his movies are bumped up. 
like the, the trilogy you're talking about, they've all bumped up at least like one and a half points since last I rated them. Bad. <laughs> His face. His face while he's trying to eat this. <laughs> that ain't juicy pear, boy. What you eating? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the grimace is hardcore. Mm. You, better, you better swallow it's that so shit, hard too. Finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fucking. What is that? Death. Booger? Booger. Booger? Yeah. I'm gonna finish it, but. Oh, fuck. Awesome. Mmm. It tastes kind of like bad bell pepper. Hmm. That's not too bad. Wow. Mm. If I ever tasted my boogers. She had that earlier tonight. She got a poblano. I thought you were going to say boogers like I ate mom boogers. But yeah, she was eating her boogers. No, I, I was doing, I was sneaking around stealing y'all's boogers and eating them. That's what I did. And then putting you them in the jelly beans. Booger. Uh, you Mr. Boogie. Mr. Booger. <laughs> Anyone got a question for me? I do, but it's I his thought turn. Ricky was going to go first. I, well, okay. I, Goddamn. You ready for him to... You want him to eat a bad one, huh? He does. She really does want me to eat a bad one. She wants bad things for me, Travis. For all of us. <laughs> she wants us to feel her pain. Yeah. Since we've, since we've been uh, covering a few of the Universal Monsters a few times tonight, Ricky, which of these films was the first in the original Golden Age of Horror's Universal Monsters movie run? Oh. <laughs> was it A, Dracula, B, Frankenstein. C. The Mummy. Or D. The Phantom of the Opera. Shot in the dark, Phantom of the Opera. Correct. Not eat a jelly bean. Huh? Eat a random jelly bean. Eat a random jelly bean? Yeah. Eat it. Be a man. Tell us what color it is as you pick. Yeah. So we know. Don't pick green. I was going to say, I could be a puss and just pick this blue one because I'm pretty sure the bad one is... uh, Toothpaste? Toothpaste? Yeah, no, I'll pick something else. But I'm not going to do that. No. Which color are you picking? I ate boogers. So. I don't know. Just just <laughs> stop talking about the flavors you've had. <laughs> <laughs> the McPoyle over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did. Oh! <laughs> the female McPoyle. I don't remember her name. Nice. Maureen? No, Maureen's... Uh... I feel like brown could be really bad. <laughs> I also feel like white and brown could be really bad. Mm. Also, feel like this fucking orange one could be really bad. <laughs> they could all be really bad. Yeah. What is this? Is this like yellow and brown or some shit? Yeah. Taste it and find out. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know these some of these flavors. I don't know any, so I don't want to let y'all pick. Fuck that. I know two of them. Trevor, you're gonna be my virtual dice. Pick a number one through six. <laughs> Already did. Okay. <laughs> he was ready with a number four. Four. What color you ate? Toasted marshmallow. Oh. Sorry, Angel. My heart is broken. You almost ate stink bug. <gasps> I'm let down. I ain't gonna lie. What's up? You ready for your question? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is Pinhead's favorite method of attacking and killing people? It's fucking those chains. Correct. I knew that Summoning shit. Hooks and chains. Yeah. To mutilate victims. Yeah. I, I tried. You gotta come at me with something else, man. I, oh, man. Can I give you I one? Agree. Yeah. If it's dead silence again, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> it doesn't count. The breakfast book. Yes. <laughs> the ultimate horror for teenagers. teenage. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know every horror movie I know. I didn't know shit about dead silence. And yeah, I've seen that's it. all I got on you. Oh. Literally. What was the main character's name? The female main character's name in Fifty Shades of Grey? Fuck that. That ain't a horror movie. I know. I don't know. 
I don't know either. <laughs> Her name in the movie? Dumb yeah. Brunette. Anastasia. There of you course. go. Eat a jelly bean. Of course, it's Anastasia. <laughs> Your favorite animated movie of all time with that stupid fucking bat. Yeah. Aww. It's cute, man. Trevor's looking hard. Well, what are all the colors in Chucky's shirt under his overalls? Red, blue, green, yellow. (laughs) I don't know the colors on his shirt. I'm not getting a good enough image in my head right now. Screeching to a halt. The show is done. How many fat cells are in Leonard Nimoy's ass? (laughs) He's none. He's dead. (laughs) R.I.P. Spock. All right. How many. This has just become Stump Travis? Yeah. Yeah. How many movies has Donald Sutherland been in? I have no idea. You fail. Eat a jelly bean. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that box. I'll eat one. I'll eat one right now. Do it. I don't consider that horror trivia, but someone else would, so well, I'm just going to randomly grab I this said, orange with red. I said, I said, Peach. Donald Sutherland and Leonard Nimoy, specifically because of. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You mad no one's eating the nasties? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know shit. Last question, and then I'm, I'm putting this shit up. No? Nothing? What's the name of that movie behind you playing on that? On and stuff? you're not allowed to look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask this question, and I'm going to eat it. What's the worst one out of all these? Stink bug, rotten egg, barf, booger, stinky socks, dirty dishwater, toothpaste, canned dog food, spoiled milk, or dead fish? Dead fish or the dishwater one I ate? I would say probably dead fish or spoiled milk. So. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) Travis can't even smell spoiled milk. He starts gagging. Yeah, from the real shit. It tastes real, dude. I find it. Wait, you gotta chew all that one up. Wait. If that's spoiled milk, that's weak. <laughs> oh, I can't do. <laughs> Is that spoiled milk? Yeah. God damn. Oh, <laughs> face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's in my nose. <laughs> oh. Guess what? It's gonna be stuck in your teeth, too. I gotta eat it. I gotta, you gotta eat it. <laughs> I finished the booger. <laughs> you gotta finish I that. Am. Oh! I ate this for nothing. I ate it just to fucking do it. <laughs> We've been pressured you into it. <laughs> oh. Fuck it. Everyone's had a gross one but me. Y'all pick me one out. Oh, Don't tell me what it is and I'll eat it. <laughs> do it, Travis. Do you're, it. You're I'm suffering, serious. so you get to choose. Yeah, you, you get to choose. <laughs> you get to choose since you're suffering right now. Oh. Exactly. God damn it all. There you go. I don't even want to see what fucking color it is. Tell me what you taste. Put it in your mouth. Salivate. I don't know. Chew it a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> oh, God. This is just uh, unhappy. <laughs> it's unhappy? What are you getting there, man? I don't know. Does it taste like popcorn? Does it taste like rotten egg? <laughs> I think it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> the, second, the second you said it, his face changed. <laughs> <laughs> He's struggling. <laughs> it gets worse as you chew. <laughs> <laughs> that time we're <laughs> <just> jumping. <laughs> oh, 
is. It's you're right. It's in your teeth. Uh, it's in your teeth. No, oh, damn. That's great. Oh, that's great. <sighs> Where's my coffee? Give me my coffee. <laughs> this is bad. This is. Oh, bad. I just had to hurry up and swallow it. <laughs> my jelly. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So that was rotten egg for real. Yeah. If you got the bad one, unless yeah. you just don't like buttered popcorn. That wasn't no fucking popcorn, partner. So what do you have with anyone here? He got he got rotten eggs. Oh god damn. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh man. Alright, and that was our bean boozled, not sponsored by Jelly Belly at all. <laughs> Trivia game show. Everybody's a loser. Y'all better be glad nobody had that dead fish. <clears throat> Yeah, thank you for that, I by was, the way, for not giving me the dead well, fish. Well, we got to put them away for next time. Yeah, this is going to come back. Oh. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned for the main feature. Halloween communion, we are going to compare and contrast two early influential films of the 2010s, Insidious versus Sinister. The demon that dwells beyond the red door, deep within the further, set against the deity from Babylonia that eats the souls of children. The lipstick-faced demon, the man with fire on his face, Sixtas, or the visitor, is an all-black being with red flames burned into his face, long piercing nails, cloven hooves, and a devil's tail, always accompanied by an otherworldly crackling sound. Along with incredible speed and immense strength, the demon is telepathic, has the ability to teleport, and can possess the living. This demon is the ruler of the further, a vast, dark, and empty dimension between heaven, earth, and hell. This malevolent and cruel demonic creature seeks to possess a human host, keeping its victim's souls chained to the floor of a theater-like chamber deep within its lair. Surrounded by marionettes, which it likes to play with, the demon enjoys sharpening its nails while listening to Tiny Tim's tiptoe through the tulips on an antique record player in preparation for taunting and torturing. Its goal is to project itself from the further's astral plane into the soul's human body, simply to spread chaos, pain, and death. Bagul, Mr. Boogie, the eater and devourer of children, is an obscure, nightmarish pagan deity with pale skin and long black hair that needs to eat the souls of human children to survive. His eyes are black voids, and his mouth has been forcibly sewn shut 
by his brother Moloch in retaliation for Bagul plagiarizing his sacrificial rituals. This bloodthirsty god lures children away from the physical world and traps them in his own netherworld, consuming their souls over time. Using its vast dark powers, this collector of souls exerts influence over children to kill their entire family. Bagul can travel between worlds, can render itself invisible, and is capable of technopathy, shifting from images such as cave art to paintings to films in order to influence his child accomplices. Bagul and his decaying ghost haunt their victims until the blood sacrifice is complete, the massacre allowing Bagul to steal the child's soul. Put the coven and uh, our special guest to task. I had everybody watch Insidious and Sinister, a demon versus a deity. I watched them earlier this year, uh, not back to back, but close together. And I just started noticing a few things, uh, some similarities, some obvious, very obvious differences. But it was enough so that I'm like, okay, the time period these movies came out in, this is going to tie back into uh, The Conjuring that we mentioned earlier. There was a few movies after the mixed bag that was the 2000s for horror film. Uh, the 90s is universally shit on, even though there are some good movies in it. But in the 2000s, you had like a slow climb, decline. Slow climb up, decline. Finally, when the 2010s hit, I think this has been like the best decade for horror since the 80s. Personally. Yeah. Um, we're in the 2020s now, so we're going to see how this turns out. I don't know why we're ranking everything by decades, but we seem to do that. It's popular. I think two movies that came out right at the beginning of the 2010s laid some groundwork for, like you were saying, good mainstream horror, fun, and dark. And I think that's what these two movies are. They're good plot lines, too. Well, yeah. They both had some good stories. Um, before we get into it, before we get into the, both these movies, I did a tally on Exploding Heads... Watt Z Party, Dark Discussions, Film Buffs, and Civil Movie and TV Talk, as well as all uh, nightclub social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and the Slasher app. I, I went to all these different groups, and I had the same question in each one. Which movie do you like better, and why? I'm not going to list all the whys, and everyone had their own reasons, but the total came to, and this is the last time I checked, which was probably about... Three days into the polling process, which I think by then most people see it, vote on it, and then it gets buried mm -hmm. under shit. So the vote came out so close that you can basically call it a split. Wow. Insidious was wow. 56, Sinister was 53 votes. Huh. So. That's pretty Depends close. On your when, you, when I averaged out all the votes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, so it's split down the middle. I think both these movies are pretty well liked, if not loved. And I think by a certain generation. These are going to be some of those building block fundamental movies mm -hmm. that yeah. got them into horror movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to start with Insidious a little bit. Directed by James Wan, the same man responsible for the Conjuring universe, Conjuring's 1 and 2, and uh, he also made the first Saw movie. So that I think that's actually where he kicked off, if I'm not mistaken. Saw became, came before Conjuring for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and Insidious. Insidious was 2011, I believe. 
I mean, the Saws were probably what two thousand. I was still in high school. Five. Yeah, uh, two thousand six. I was in high school. You know what? I was a senior. I went. I went on a. Yeah. I went on a date and brought a girl to the first Saw movie, and she she could not handle it. <laughs> I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I saw. Nice. Saw saw. saw. Yeah. You, you see the saw. You're so cute. Saw saw. I see saw. You went see the saws. Mais I see saw de long shot. Oh yes. Yeah. So I'm um. I was I was looking to uh, pulling these movies up so I can get some shit right when I'm talking about it, but I was right. Insidious is 2011, and um, what well, says 2010, but it was released in 2011. I hate the, these disparities between festival dates and actual theatrical wide releases or VOD, whatever it is. I, I tend to I tend to throw it, give it to the year where most people got to see it. Yeah. So I don't know. To me, that's yeah. more legit. And sinister. Full release. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. We've talked about this. Fuck. Off a cliff. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> uh, Sinister came out in 2012, and that was directed by Scott Derrickson, who got booted or quit the uh, upcoming, not first ever superhero horror film, but the first ever MCU superhero horror film, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Guess who replaced Scott Derrickson, director of Sinister? Who? Sam motherfucking Raimi. Damn. Really? Look, Scott, you make good films, but come on, man. Sam's a master. Bow to the master. So both both of these movies are supernatural horror films, and they're both haunted house films. Um, the overall stories of each film sort of kind of go as follows, and this is just to be a little vague before we start talking about it. Uh, Insidious is a fun haunted house flick with fresh ideas and a new take on Possession by way of beings from a place called The Further. So this is like a precursor to the fucking Upside Down in a weird sort of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film's reminiscent of, to me, and I, I think some people kind of made this comparison already, is Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. In that it's it's got big scares that a wide, broad audience could enjoy, which is key for the getting that mainstream, you know, that, that mainstream appeal, getting that money. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not... I'm pretty sure, yeah, Insidious was PG-13. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you could get those people in there, the, the youngins. But Sinister, which also uses the haunted house premise as a jumping off point, evolves into a true crime when a box of possessed snuff films is discovered in an attic by none other than motherfucking Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he and that shit. Um, this movie, a little bit more minimalist. Mm-hmm. The, the soundtracks... I, yeah, I guess I guess this is where I'm going to want to start diving into it because it's the first thing I notice about Insidious for sure and then more subtly and slowly in Sinister. The soundtrack from Insidious is like, it's going to get loud with the scares right from the beginning after the opening scene when the title credit hits the Insidious. That's the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's loud. It's it's uh, like the that violin, just creepy, mm-hmm. shitty, yep. fucking that staccato crescendo. violin yeah. that gets louder yeah. and louder. I'm gonna when put Noah some shit watched in it and, and, Sorry. and the title came on his eye. <laughs> yeah. Fucking eyes bulging out your head. Like, and the rest of the movie follows suit. The music plays to the jump scares, which I'm not a fan of jump scares unless they pay, they're, they're a good payoff. I think Insidious has a bunch of payoff jump scares. The score for Sinister is like this lower-toned, 
creepy, slow, foreboding thing that happens. No, it, it does get louder with jump scares, but I think for the most part, it, 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 it's more yeah. subtle and more ingrained in the background as to where Sinister's, or Insidious rather, its score jumps out right at you. Well, it's, uh, the, I mean, the score jumps out right at you in Insidious, but the very beginning part of the film in Sinister, that music, when, when they're hanging from the trees, mm-hmm. like, that stuck with me. I don't, like, that, that shit as, as an, scary. As an image, too? Oh, an image, too, but I can remember, like, um, the mm-hmm. music, the tone during that. An image, image really. correlating with the sound yeah. at the time. So if yeah. you hear the sound, you automatically yeah. see like I, I remember the hanging it. from the trees. And I think they went with the same concept in uh, the second one, too. But that's not what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's pretty right on. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, what what she said? Well, <laughs> some some uh, insidious uses. There's a dark quality to the film overall, but it also uses brighter colors, blues and reds and stuff like that. Right. While sinister is more drab, mm-hmm. duller in tone. Yeah. Overall, one is bright, one is bleak. Both, right. and and I think yep. both sinister has a faded look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like the snuff films featured yeah, exactly. in it. Yeah, yeah. And one of the iconic images from Insidious for me is that big fucking great jump scare where uh, it's what's her name's sister? It's the wife's sister, Patrick Wilson, who's also in Conjuring. So James Wan yep. likes to use mm-hmm. some 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 of the same people again. Hallmarks of a I think most great directors when they find an actor that they like working with, they'll kind of carry him with them. Yeah, they know what they can do. It's when the 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 man with the fire in his face, or the lipstick face demon, or why don't why the don't Darth Maul demon? Why don't we just call him Sid? It's in, yeah. it's the movie's That's called fine. Insidious, yeah. mm-hmm. but no one's ever thought to call him Sid. Scour, go ahead, stop the podcast, go search Google, and tell me what you see. You're not gonna fucking see Sid the demon anywhere. I've done it. It, it doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm claiming stake here right now. Stake and claim. I'm claiming steak. Fuck Claim it. steak Give as well. Give me that fucking ribeye. Medium you, well, baby. But you heard it here for, first, folks. First, first. First, first. boy, good boy. And what you <laughs> said the other day. San Sam Jam Japan. Okay. So the fucking, that Darth Maul's right behind goddamn Patrick Wilson. And when I first saw that movie, I was already creeped out by the attic scene. Yes. Where little, little, the little boy goes up there. Little Dalton. I think his name's Dalton, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. He goes up there and the fucking you hear that cracking. That cracking sound. Just like the fucking crooked man. That little cracking sound happens and that's when you know, oh shit, Sid's here. And it's the kid from fucking Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sid with all his mutant uh, Frankenstein toys. Okay, okay. That's what's in the attic. <laughs> I'm just fucking around, man. But Screaming, man. Well, who's screaming? When, when the movie fades back to the parents mm-hmm. and they're chilling and then they hear their boy screaming mm-hmm. right before they, they run up there and they're like, what, what's wrong? And he bumps his head. Oh, supposedly. shit. Yeah. You know? And you don't you don't know it's Sid at no, all. You don't, you've never just, seen Sid yet. You don't, you don't know what happened. All you, all you know is is something happened in that and you hear a little bit of noise. It's, it's like something you could write off as, well... He probably fell and hurt himself, or there is a fucking demon from another dimension living in my attic. That's something else too. Both these movies, the problem stems in the attic of the house. Yeah, that's yeah. where that's where True. the demon comes through his portal, and that's where the so box of the films. Everybody hides their snuff. 
You got a whole can of fucking snuff up there, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not the snuff you think. Iconic images from anyone? Insidious, uh, the one that sticks with me the most is when they are in the further and it's that family oh, smiling with the gunshot. <laughs> I don't like that. That one always makes me laugh. I don't like that. It's when they play I out the whole when they play out the whole process. Yeah. And, and it's done and then they shift their attention to the father. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson, but the the characters. I don't I know. I can't remember. But they go from that to all like where where are you now, motherfucker? Yeah. Like all the all the ghostly and this, people and this is, who are yeah, in. and this is after the buildup of of the psychic saying, "Hey, don't draw attention to yourself." Right. Which I found kind of funny because the whole fucking time he's calling out his son's name and asking these people, "Have you seen him?" Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, "Bro, didn't she tell you not not to fucking?" Didn't I just fucking tell you she would have just backed <laughs> yeah, through the further? Yeah, yeah you like, see some old hand coming. Through I, the I told you. Boat. I told you. I told you not to interact with these fucks. You don't want them to know that you're there. The, and so, for anyone who hasn't seen it, and you're still listening, the further if you've seen Stranger Things and the Upside Down, it's like the further. The further looks like that, except not as flaky. There's just not a lot of flakes floating around like there is in the Upside Down for some <laughs> unknown reason. No, but it's all it's, it's just a, darkness. It's dark. It's just very dark. It's like the world you're in already, but just dark and there's, ho- there's but, houses, but it doesn't seem to be anything outside. But he has yeah, a it's like empty and stuff. But what? But he has a lantern. Yeah, yeah, he's well, got that little lantern to look. Yeah, for some reason, and, he's, and they've got the he's got your baby guy. Mm-hmm. And well, the coolest part, though, and uh, this is more iconic imagery from the movie for me, is the layer of Darth Maul, yeah. aka Sid. When, yes, when Tiny Tim starts, yeah, and he's doing on, his little thing. He's fucking listening to he's a Tiny Tim record on a vinyl player. He's got marionettes. You are, yeah. you already don't like this, yeah. and he's sharpening his claws on this sharpening stone, this wheel that he's spinning. And I'm like, oh, it's. Most movies, you like you're not thinking about what the demon is doing while it's not haunting you, mm-hmm. right? It, this movie shows you what they're up to when they're just hanging out, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Tiptoe through the tulips, and he's fucking just like, he's <laughs> just sharpening this shit. Like, I love this shit. <laughs> that song just so resonated with me because I'm like, this this fucking guy's listening to this <laughs> while he's preparing. <laughs> yeah. He's God. Yeah, he's yeah. manicuring himself. Yeah. yeah. Tiptoe through the right mole. And you're just like, what the fuck? While I sharpen my fucking nails. <laughs> oh, dark mall looking motherfucker. Meanwhile, in the other film, we're kind of getting around to the baddies, I guess, a little bit. Bagul, or Mr. Boogie, who's played by Boogie. played by Nicholas King. In, in, in Insidious, the uh, Sid the Demon, I'm calling him Sid. Now, if you listen to this. That's right, trademark. Trademark for life. He's uh, played by the composer. Really? Played him. Yeah. I did not know that. I don't know his name. I don't have it written down. Sorry. But uh, Bagul, man. Fucking creepy looking. Mm-hmm. And uh, the movie dives into his backstory a little bit. Well, let's talk about the story there because we, we sort of talked about Insidious. Yeah. But in Sinister, Ethan Hawke is a writer who kind of is famous for figuring out the crime of the story he's writing about. Mm-hmm. Right. He kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. He definitely sucks. He fucking sucks. He's chasing the dragon of a hit novel. Right. He hasn't had one since I don't know. It's been years. With his right. family at stake, like two, two releases ago. Yeah, his wife is he basically wants his fame. Yeah, he does. He, he he's he's you know dumbass. And he's a drunkard. <laughs> he gets drunk when he starts writing these novels. 
His wife is basically begging him, like, dude, I don't care about you being a famous author. I just want my husband. And he's like, no, bitch, I gotta write. I gotta take cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) He started doing coke while he was watching these. So they moved to the house. He didn't tell his family, like, yeah, this is the same. This isn't the house down the block like before before, where the crime happened. We actually live in up in the house where the crimes happen. And the crime that happened was the same crime you see at the beginning. beginning, right. Where the family gets hung in that tree. Ethan Hawke finds a box full of snuff films that feature scenes such as... Family hanging out, family barbecue, (laughs) um, let's see, family by the pool... They get drowned in the pool. (laughs) Family mowing. Family mowing, yeah, yeah. Lawn care. My favorite was probably... uh, I I liked the barbecue... I like the pool. The pool one was really interesting, too. <laughs> people just sitting at the bottom of the pool. Was it, I mean, spoiler. Yeah. No, it's... They sit, sitting at the bottom from, of the pool. From here on out, uh, spoiler, all-encompassing. Stop listening if, you, if you're if you a bitch. Um, the, 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 <laughs> Damn! The, I've got to leave the room. The composer is Joseph... Oh, shit. Bashara. That's the guy that played um, Sid, the demon. So, oh, just oh, throwing that in there. I, I oh, did I did have it written Bashara. in my notes. It's See. official. It's it. Oh fuck! And I forgot. I wanted to say that too. Lynn Shay is awesome, and she's in Insidious. She's the psychic. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. She is. I love her, and she's she shit. she ta- she, she uh, continues on in all the uh, Insidious movies. I haven't seen any sequels, and Sinister only has one sequel that I have seen. The end of Insidious. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about the ending. If, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um I loved it. And, and I say this because movies these days tend to have kind of an open-ended ending, mm-hmm. but it's 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 kind of non-committal. It's like we're going to leave just enough information to, to maybe be able to build on if we really want to make a second one, but we don't know if we're making a second one. Whereas Insidious is like, you know what, motherfuckers, we're ending this movie right here, and there's going to be a second one because that's what it felt like to me. Damn, I feel like see, I feel like either movie could be that. Oh, oh, I'm not saying either can't. I'm just saying it's something that resonated with me when I watched Insidious specifically. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying Sinister didn't do it. I'm just saying the ending, I was just like, damn, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you could say because, what happened. Because so it spo- was... Fuck, okay, spoiler fucking no, alert. I, I'm, no, I'm saying. You know... Spoilers you all-encompassing. Yeah. We ain't got to yeah, say it no more. Yeah. Fuck that. So, so like, most, most scary movies or whatever have a conclusion, and you feel like there was resolution to the end, and you kind of feel good, you know, especially with scary movies. Because if you don't have resolution, then you're, you're still fucking afraid, kind of, you know? Whereas I, I'm a big fan of ambiguity. In a I, I am. I'm just saying, a lot of them I've seen recently, at mm-hmm. least. I feel like a lot there's of them an ending, And the ending's like, hey, we figured this out, or this creature has been taken care of, so it's done. Right. Whereas this thing was like, we thought it was that. Come to find out, the father didn't make it back. It was old bitch. I, I, I don't remember her name. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the old bitch. The, the old bitch. <laughs> the, old the old bitch, bitch got a hold of his body. That yeah. bitch came And she bastard. attacked. And she attacks. And then the movie's like, she's going to end it right here. And you don't know what the fuck happens. I and you're like, hey, the only way to find out is to watch the second movie. I've never seen it, so I don't know what happens. I know Surprise. that. No, I know Sid never comes back. I've never seen the second one either. But Insidious just kind of. It, it, it resonated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do you yeah. prefer Insidious? Oh, no, we're not getting there yet. 
um, Jesus Christ. The, oh, the, the ending oh. of the ending of Sinister though is is like ne- neither one of them has like a happy ending. For, no. f- first of all, oh, most well, certainly. I mean that depends on how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, bro. I'm, I'm just saying. saying. Yeah, I guess you're right. But to most <laughs> to most folk who aren't in love with crazy bitches, um, yeah. After like Patrick Wilson gets possessed by the old bitch. And he, he strangles Lynn Shay, so she's dead. Yep. So the the second movie has to be a prequel, because she's in all of them. So I don't think we ever find out what happens with that. So ambiguity, it's, I think it just lives. Um, Sinister, it wraps up with Ethan Hawke's daughter. Good he has, night, he, Daddy. He has kids in the film that, uh, what is she doing throughout the movie? Isn't she watching these movies? Yeah. Yeah, he, he finds her watching them and shit. She turns out to be possessed by Bagul. Or at least working for him, or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's under his Fucking influence. Drugs their asses. Dude, yep. it goes down rough for the whole family, and then she acts murders, right? Yeah, the whole family. Yep. The whole family dismembers them. It's um, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. And then she makes her Fair. little film, and he picks her up, carries her into analog technology. Into yeah. analog, yep. And then the last. Scene pisses me off. I just don't like it. It's too cheap for oh, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or at least I'm not feeling it. And right, maybe someone is. Eh. Yeah, but yeah. we'll just like. Oh. No, he does the Mortal Kombat. Whoopsie! Whoopsie! He pops into the <laughs> fucking film like I, right at the last second. I like, always, I always oh, hate yeah. those types of cheap. I like mean, why, to me, that's like a cheap. Like why are you here. breaking the fourth wall? Kind yeah, of. don't look at me. Don't no. You like, could, I mean, it, I like seeing his face, you don't know it, I'm nice here. up close and it, stuff. It, but it is kind of cheap, though. Like, it don't, is, it's cheap. Don't interact with the audience. I don't want that. It's like, boy, what I you don't, doing in my waters? I don't <laughs> mind that. Oh God. <laughs> It's only acceptable if you're Deadpool. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind that so much. I just, I was just like, "What are y'all doing? Come on!" It just didn't fit. Yeah, I just, I just wouldn't. It didn't go with the tone of the film, I guess. Correct. No, I mean, it's the last. It's yeah. literally the last image you're walking out with. That minor nitpick yeah, aside for the type of movie that it is, though. Yeah. I mean, the Agreed. movie, the, the ending, and that's what we were kind of just, you know, going on about the, the cast of characters, though. Real quick, in both movies. Insidious, I think it's fair to say you're rooting for Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Sinister, you're hoping that Ethan Hawke goes away so his family can get the fuck out of there, get out of the danger. And now, in which movie is it that the family actually says, fuck this, and they leave the house? It's Insidious. I, I sent you a... Um, when, I, when I emailed you about it, uh, I sent you a message. Sinister. Is it? Sinister. Did they leave the house? Yeah, because well, Bagul can't house, come get you. And, and Sidious right. completely left Sid in the other house. They they moved houses. Am mm-hmm. I saying the wrong the wrong thing? In Sinister, by the time it was too late, mm-hmm. he said, "Fuck this, we're out of here." That's a part of the they plot. That's why I know that plot. that is true. Yeah, Insidious, I'm not remembering. Okay, Insidious, they gone. literally moved. Houses. They did that in Sinister, but, and that's part of the plot. That's what I'm saying. I think it's Sinister. Because in, yeah. in Sinister, the, the deputy so-and-so, great side character, who's like the main character in part two, takes it upon himself to start researching certain aspects of what's going on yeah. in the story. Yeah. And he's like, each family that moved was the next house on the list, and right. you just moved, so now you're going to die. Right. Pretty much. I, I think it was both. It could be because I just don't I'm remember telling that. In, in Insidious, because I sent you a message about this. Yeah, because I was watching it and I was like, "This is a bold move." Because most most movies, oh, there's a haunting house. They don't move to another house. Not they, right away. They, they fucking they, fight it out. They, they either the resolve end. it or yeah. something bad happens. Whereas this, 
middle of a fucking movie, they move houses because the wife is like, I can't, I can't stay in this house anymore. And the husband's like, all right, whatever you want. And they go to a new house, and shit keeps happening. All right. And I was like, holy shit. Well, if Trevor's wrong, email in and bitch... <laughs> Bitch him out. Bitch send him the out. Fucking, send the fucking emails. I'll Ten you one. lashings for Trevor. Sh- shame. 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 I'll, I'll walk through the village naked. It'll, <laughs> it'll, upset, it'll upset too many people. <laughs> I'll join you. I, that's, all, that's all good. It'll I'm not be afraid. a mass genocide. I'm not, I'm not afraid of a naked march. <laughs> I think I think Sinister, um, it's... it's, it's I, I could see it being... Creepier, but I think overall the scares in Insidious are more effective for me. And I'm not usually one again for the jump scares where the music pops out and it's right, more right. bombastic. But I like it. I don't know for that type of movie, and I feel the tone of it almost from the start. And by the time the third act takes us to the further, and I see Sid's lair, and Bagul's cool too. And you have the I'm going to Skype in professor who gives you all the exposition right, you need. My boy, Donofrio. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Donofrio, man. He's so amazing. It's it's cool that he cameoed, but and you get that character sometimes the Dick Miller and the Howling, you know, the, the, some character shows up who can just you know feed you exposition. Right. Insidious, you get a little like, well, it could be this, could be that, and mostly we don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. I like that a little bit more. Right. I do like some lore too, though. So I'm not I'm not giving Sinister like a negative for that or a minus. It's just mm, something that I I would kind of I guess I prefer out of the it's two. It's a little bit of a lazier bit of writing, honestly. You know, well on Sinister's part. Nah, eh, I, I for for what it is. I, I'm just I prefer what Insidious did when I'm looking at both both the films. I mean, to me, one of them is a little bit so, louder and brighter. The other one's bleaker and more artful. Sinister's more of a, of a discovery yourself, whereas Insidious is more of a, you have a psychic kind of explaining you the, the, the base details, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Because she explains astral projection. Yeah. She, and, and how that, the kid, and she explains the further. And Sinister's not quite that specific. No. Well, you know, you, you do get exposition from the psychic. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. as far as what the further is, what the red faced demon oh, is. Oh, yeah, that's that's still up in the air. Bagul, we know, is a god that consumes children. That's Homeboy, yeah. homeboy eventually comes out with it, with, which is fucked up. I mean, he's eating kids' souls and shit by taking them. Mm-hmm. How does he go from being a hieroglyph to being like, I'm on film now? Right. Uh, America's funny as home videos. <laughs> <laughs> Got that fucking it's Windows him. 98 upgrade, son. <laughs> it's him. <laughs> It's him. No the, longer DOS, bitch. He needs to fucking get digital. He's running around with the fucking kids. Like in those old, it'd be like a Three Stooges routine or some shit. Yeah. Fucking slapping each other, pie in the face. Like that V for Vendetta scene on the TV. Yeah. The TV show with the president. Yes. Yeah. I would love that. That's amazing. It's just Bagul on there doing all that. Yeah. <laughs> just slapping everybody's parents around. My my opinion on it is kind of like yours. I like Insidious better. However, I think that Bagul is scarier than lips lipstick Sid. Sid. Yeah. Lipstick Sid. I think he's scarier. I think Insidious is better. I think Bagul is scarier. I enjoyed Insidious more, but I think I could agree with her on that. Sid's scary as shit, but ultimately 
he gets beaten, whereas in Sinister, there was no, never there was never a chance. No, there was oh, never a chance, and you you still kind of left wondering like how how do I? No, you just whereas, get brought into the film. Whereas <laughs> apparently, Sid, fuck you, bro. Well, nothing. He, he didn't lose technically though. He's still there. He's he's still there, but his ultimate goal was thwarted. He is a demon though. Yeah. So g- give him a little credit. He's a demon, but Ghoul is a deity. He's okay. a god. Yeah, but... So he's got more power, I would say. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it depends on how, how deep you want to go into that, that kind of lore. Like, yeah. okay, he's a demon. Well, I'm going to go ahead and, and invoke Jesus' name three times and fuck you, demon. I know Does your that name. work on those demons? It's supposed to. If you want to look at biblically, if you invoke Jesus' name and he uses the demon's name... Well, we don't know his name. I'm calling him Sid. We're, we're calling him Sid, which yeah. we might not know his name. You're correct. But at the I same time... I don't think time, anything's fucking up, but cool. I'm going to just tell y'all that right now. <laughs> Jesus can't save us. Yeah. Jesus cannot yeah. save us. You're God. fucking with a god now, which that that which you, which you could get a fucking bush from the from the burning bush in the Bible and light it with fucking frankincense and myrrh and hope you stab it like supernatural style. It's the acacia bush. You don't bush. know what the fuck. You'll start tripping balls. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know how to defeat him. Whereas an actual, I guess, biblical demon, there's lore on how to beat that. I highly recommend you watching The Cleansing Hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a new it 2020 list. horror movie, and it's... Uh, okay. Yeah. Pure, I love it, yeah. yeah. I think it's really good. Okay. Low budget, amazingly done. I'm, like, way better than I thought it would be. Good. She's, she's, she's gone off about Gags the Clown, but if I had... If, those are two recent watches of mine. Right back to back, I would I would cleansing hour to me is a little bit better, mm-hmm. but gags is fun too. So you like Insidious more, but Bagul is scarier. Yes, all right. I, and I still love both movies. Yeah, I mean if if we're putting like a ten point scale, I mean we're gonna do that in a minute. Okay, okay. Well, let's hold off then. I love both movies. Obviously, I love Sid. I love what happens in that movie. I love the further, but I think I love Sinister a little more. The imagery, the feel of it, the tone. The snuffery, you know, um, man, I think it's just got a little edge. And as far as who's scarier, yeah, I'm. Go- I, I, I would say Bagul is scarier to me. But there is something very unsettling about Sid and his comic-y nature yeah. as well. Yeah, his, you know? he's fucking, it seems almost zany towards the oh, end. Oh, he's super zany, exactly. He's got some shit going on. He is zany. He's, he's, he's a like, quirky demon. He's like he's like the Tasmanian devil. He's like, I'm a fucks with ya. That's Sid now. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck with you, see? Yeah. Oh god, why'd he turn into that? Um yeah. Well if it wasn't clear, I yeah, I prefer Insidious. I have more fun with it. And that's that's so you're the odd one out. You you like the and that's that's why I'm like usually I go for the more arty arty horror films, the more quote unquote, I guess you'd say Something more along the lines of Sinister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know, man. I can't Just, deny the fun and then the overall enjoyment I have with Insidious. I like I, I like Sid more. I think he's, to me, at certain points, towards the end when he's jumping around with his demon legs, he's just more cool looking at that point. Right. But I agree with in, you right in there. scenes like where the psychic goes upstairs and she's recounting the memory and, you know, why are you here? What do you want? And his shadow finger points to Dalton sleeping in bed. Bruh. And then following that right away, she sees him out of nowhere, that jump scare where he's behind fucking Patrick yeah. Wilson. Just it, it, That's enough that in everything, and this is just me, What everything Bagul did in the movie was just stand there and I'm like, right. yeah, you're and, creepy. And, and, and try to be... Yeah, and then pop out at the yeah. end, which left a bad impression on me. So I, I agree with that. But 
again, like everyone else, I love both movies. And yeah, at the nightclub, we do a 10-point rating scale. Uh, I would give Insidious at this point an 8.5 out of 10. And honestly, I would give Sinister the same score. Just, I prefer Insidious. Yeah. What would you do? Uh, probably an 8.5 for Insidious and maybe like an 8 for Sinister because it's not, I like it just as much, but not, it's just something about it I like Insidious more. I might go, I might go with you on that one actually. Yeah. I might bump mine down a half point. What about you, Trev? Um, normally I like giving either a full point or a half point. Yeah. But in this situation, Insidious 8.75. And He's bringing these goddamn quarter points into this sinister show. Sinister, eight point five. It's it's close, but I have to represent the the very small difference between both movies, mm-hmm. and that I like Insidious more. And people can rate how I can't. They I can't give it a nine. <laughs> I don't feel like it's a nine, but it's not an eight point five either. So yeah. I gotta go in the middle. It's just it is what it is. We we. The, we rate ten point scale, but you can rate it however you like. You could do half points, which I don't know if we've ever yeah. even talked. To. If you want to rate I've it like Pitchfork, points. where you do seven point six, seven point seven, uh, and you could like do it that 7. way. Seven point nine nine. I mean, look. God damn. At the end of the day, it's an what eight. are we paying for this now? It's yeah. it's, it's, it's seven ninety nine for my rating. Yeah, it's an eight. Why plus? am I doing that voice again? Bugsy <laughs> <laughs> Siegel. Yeah. What I was saying at the end of the day, we're all averaging a little bit above an eight. For both movies. Well, I don't know. I don't know what he's let's, about to let's do. Let's see here. what Ricky does. What you doing, boy? You throwing the average off? Um, right? For Insidious, I'll probably go with an 8.5. And Sinister, I'll probably go with an 8 and 7 eighths. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right here. Right. It's a measurement. I believe it. <laughs> this European bitch right here. I was a... <laughs> See what standard. Top of the morning to you, bitch. I'm right with the metric system. <laughs> yeah, just bring the metric system in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Insidious an eight and a half, and uh, Sinister an eight and seven eighths. Oh my god. <laughs> this is gonna be weird in my notes, but okay. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't fault it. I mean, it's not wrong. That's for damn sure. But on this episode, uh, it's gonna come in that I guess it's sort of. We're going to, I guess... Well, no, this wasn't a versus. I'm not going to say that. Both movies are great. We all recommend... Oh, absolutely. Oh, films. you should watch both I, of them. I, I, I'm going to rewatch the fuck out of both of these movies for the rest of my life. You know, nice. That's all there is to it. Rewatch. I love them both. Rewatch I value is definitely high. I, need, I would suggest watching it the second time. Yeah. For sure. I need to check out the Insidious sequels. I did watch the Sinister sequel. <laughs> and, oh boy. Yeah. Man, the less said, the better. Well, folks, I had a hoot, a Halloween hoot nanny. Thank you all. Very much for being on this episode with me. Uh, I've been Travis Maxwell Boom. I'm Angel Blood. I'm James Gum. Trevor Blanchard. All right, we got a hodgepodge of motherfuckers out here. I'm Sasha Gray. Biggins. Sneaky Orange. <laughs> and I'm done with the Halloween episode. All right, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to script these for these motherfuckers sometimes. Dude, yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm not usually this brain dead on recording nights. Stay true cult. <laughs>
Yeah, that comes after his. Yeah, bitch. Blah, blah. You got one? Embrace the Trevor. The Bayman. Ah. Whoa! Master of the Sky Club. Oh! Champion of the Sun. Oh. Of, of the moon. You're a master of possums and Osama bin Laden forever. I love it. No, that's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Embrace our germs. <laughs> yeah. Thank y'all guys. And uh happy Halloween. Happy Halloweeny. Stay spooky, bitches.